Lamed Aleph, Amed Aleph, on the third line. Amir Tashem will finish the fifth parak today and start the sixth parak and finish the sixth parak today. The sixth parak is one of the shortest prakim in the Shas Bavli. Uh, let us begin. So the third line, we quote the fifth and last section of the Mishnah. That was the Mishnah that we had back on Chav Zainamad Beis. And it was an issue of whether Eoiv, the biblical uh, personality Eoiv, served Hashem Yira or Me Ahava. Uh, just as a as an aside, um, we know in general there's two types of serving Hashem Me Ahava and two types of serving Hashem Me Yira. One type of Ahava is you love the uh, reward that you might get. The other type of Ahava is you're so deeply... Um, in love or maybe even infatuated with the Rebbe that you want the relationship to be as perfect as possible. Those are the two types of Ava. Yira, there's two types of Yira. There's Yira, afraid of getting punished. And then there's a higher level of Yira, which is afraid of losing the opportunity to build the um, deepest and most genuine relationship with the Rebbe The Ava and Yira, I believe that we're talking about in the upcoming Sugi, are the higher levels of Ava and Yira. So, Boba Yom Darsh, Rabbi Yeshua Ben Herkanish, Le'avad Eev, etc. Okay, and he brought a Pasuk, asked the Gemara, well, just look inside the Pasuk and see, is it written Lamed Aleph, or is it written Lamed Fav? Velechzi hai loi, in phrase markings, Ibe Lamed Aleph Ksiv, then it equals Lo, not, it's telling you a negative, underline the word Lo. Ibe Lamed Vav Ksiv, if it's written Lamed Vav, then it equals Lo, who? In other words, unto him. And they could have different meanings, but just look at how it's spelled. The Gemara questions this premise. Really? Wherever in the Tanakh there's a word written Lamed Aleph, it's always understood as Lo, who? In other words, not negative. Is that so? Question mark connector, comma. Elameyata, how do you understand this Pasuk in Isaiah? Pasuk, Perek, Samach, Gimel. Pasuk Tes. It says, Bechol Sarasam Loitzar. In all of their pains, trial, tribulation, referring to the Jews, Lo Tsar. Okay, that Lo Tsar is Lamed Aleph. That's how it's spelled. Dixib Lamed Aleph. Hachinam, you're going to tell me over there that the way to understand that is Lo, not, like Hashem doesn't, is not involved at all. Um, in the uh, uh, pain of the Jewish people, and if you want to try and answer, uh, yeah, that's right. It is true that Hashem doesn't suffer with his people. Well, that's just not true. Read, read like the next line in that Pasuk. I think this is in Yeshaya, Perek Samachim, whole Pasuk test a little bit later, Vahaksiv. The Pasuk can, c- continues and says, Umalach Panav Hoishiyem, an angel or a spiritual force uh, from his presence saved them. So he was there feeling, so to speak, with the Jewish people. Ella, mashmahachi, mashmahachi. The reason why it's not clear is because the word Lamed Aleph could sometimes, maybe most of the time, imply like negative not, but sometimes uh, be understood as Lamed Vav, which means unto him. Tanya, the Brisa goes for about three and a half lines, starts here, we box Rabbi Meir, 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 Neemar, it uh, refers to Eov as a Yare Eloikim will uh, translate as maybe one who sees the Lord. Vinamar, Yare Eloikim, it says the same term by Avraham Avinu. Colon, Ma, Yare Eloikim, Avraham. We know that Avraham served Hashem predominantly, may Ahava, Af, the Yare Eloikim term, Ham, or be Eov, even though it could be translated as fears Hashem, it's may Ahava. 
Okay, that's the end of the Brisa. The Gemara now asks, Avram Gufe, Abraham himself, Minalan, question mark, where do we know that he served Hashem Me'ahava, that that was the defining uh, approach of his relationship to the Rabbanu Shalom, Dirsiv, well, there's a puzzle that uh, refers to Avram, like the offspring of Avram, Zerah Avram, the offspring of Avram, and Avram was my Oihavi, the one who loved me, saith the Lord. Okay, so a defining uh, a, a way that you could describe the relationship between Avram Avinu and the Rabbanu Shalom is one of Ahava. Ask the Gemara now a very fundamental question. Ma'ika ben Oise me'ava la Oise Meira, uh, like what difference if you're on the high level of Yira or the high level of Ahava? They're both very high levels. Is there a difference? Well, Ikahadisanya, you do have a distinction which is uh, brought out in the following five line Tanaic source. Starts here. We box from Shem Ben Elazar. Shem Ben Elazar, Aimer, Godol Ha'Oisemeyava, Yoiser Mina Oisemeyira. Greater is the one whose relationship with Hashem is is fueled by a relationship of Ahava, greater than that, that uh, of Yira. Shezet halui le'eleftor, vezet halui le'alpayimdor. This one, the uh, Yira-type relationship, the benefits or effects of it are for a thousand generations, and the uh, benefits or effects or the endurance of it, uh, relationship of Ahava is for two thousand generations. How do we see that? Colon. Hachaksiv, it says in uh, in the Pasuk, Shmois, Chapter twenty, that Hashem is Oisa Chesed Lealafim two thousand for who Laoihavai underline the word Laoihavai Yilushemim Mitzvaisai so uh, those who love me whereas Hasam a little bit later in the Chumash and Sefer Tvarim Ksiv uh, it says Ulushemrei Mitzvaisav Leelef Dor and those who keep his mitzvahs um, now, if you're ashamed of the mitzvahs, you do it meira, that's for a thousand generations. So it's a difference whether it is uh, effective and whatever that means for a thousand generations or two thousand generations. The Gemara now questions, well, one second, hasam nami uh, In that same puzzle we just brought, the shemri mitzvah yisav, it, it mentions ava. Uh, here's the beginning of the Pasuk. It actually says, uh, quote, five words. This is the word that kind of conveniently left out in the Brisa. It says, Lo-oi-havav I underlined Lo-oi-havav, so it refers to a loving relationship. How could you bring that as the source for the relationship that's based predominantly on Yira? Answers the Gemara. True, it mentions both, but what is the term that is closest to the Word uh, thousand generations or two thousand generations. High lid desamechleva, high lid Each one, the thing that's closest, the pasuk that refers to two thousand alafim, the word closest to it is oihavai, and the pasuk that refers to a thousand generations, the closest term is shemrei mitzvaisa, which is usually understood as being miira. Period. Here's a little maisa hano tre talmidi. There was uh, once two. Uh, students, Dahavu Yasvi, Kameh de Rava, that were sitting in the presence of Rava. Um, and each one of them had a dream, and in their dream, each one had a different Pasuk read to them, and they're going to uh, tell Rava about it. Colon, Chad, I double underline the word Chad. Chad, Amar, one of them said, lay to Rava, Akrayun Bechalamai, they read to me in my dream the following Pasuk from Tehillim, uh, Ma Rav Tuvcha, how great, O Hashem, is your goodness that you have like hidden away, stored away for those who fear you. Okay, and what the other student say 
he had read to him in his dream, V'chad, I double underline the word chad, Amarle said to Rava, Akriyun Bechalamai, they read to me in my dream this Pasuk, another Pasuk from Tehillim. It says, Vayismechu Kolchoise Bach, Loilam Yiranenu. A little bit later in the Pasuk says, Vayaltsu Vicha Oihavei Shemecha. Let's translate that. Vayismechu will be very happy, Kolchoise Bach, all those who. Um, take refuge in you, that uh, uh, are protected by you, they will forever be joyous, and exalt in you, those who love your name. And I underline, so one had a Pasuk which mentioned Yireh and it read to him, and the other a student had a Pasuk which mentioned Ahava. Amar lahu, Rabba said back to the two of them, both of you are Rabbis who are completely righteous, marmi ahava umarmi yira. One of you, the more dominant um, approach that you have to your relationship with the Bnei Shalaylam is miyava, and the other one, miyira. Hadran lach kashem shehamayim. Now we begin the sixth parak, and like a number of the prakim in Mesechaseita, all of the Mishnayos in the parak are lopped together as one. Uh, a number of these things that we'll see now in the Mishnah, we've already discussed extensively, really, in the opening uh, few daf of the Masechta. So says the Mishnah, Misha kinali ishtoi v'nistra. You have a husband, he warned his wife, uh, don't go to see with that guy, and she went to see with that guy. How does the husband know that she went to see with that guy? Literally, even if he hears it from like a, a little bird uh, who's fluttering by, meaning just like a, a rumor that she went into stira, yoitzi, uh, divorce her, ve'yitain ksuba, and he has to pay her ksuba. Um, divrei, and this is according to, back to that machokas we had at the opening mission of the Masechta, divrei Rebbe Eliezer. That's Rebbe Eliezer going according to the reasoning that we know he said, that the once there's a kinui with, uh, in the presence of two, uh, um, two witnesses, the stira itself, the yichud, doesn't even require a proper two-person edus, and the truth is, uh, even one person, even Evan, even a shifcha, is uh, believed. Therefore, uh, that's why she's becoming usher to him. They can't live together anymore. Now, if he wants to, the two of them can go to Yerushalayim and drink the soda water. But if uh, th- they don't want that, then he uh, divorces her. Um, she doesn't want to go to Yerushalayim. And he does have to pay her ksuba. Rabbi Yoshua, who we also boxed, Oimer, Remember, Rabbi Yeshua was the other opinion back there in the uh, first parak because the stira that took place, um, if you don't have two witnesses, she's not becoming usher to him. Okay, so if you want to go through the social procedure, you have to have two witnesses on the stira as well. However, the it can be such an extreme case that literally those who um, spin, the ladies who spin their threads by the moonlight, basically when everyone in town knows and there's like rumors that, that she is, I shouldn't say knows, there's there's uh, very significant rumors that she's fooling around because of her uh, pretzels. It's like really icky for the man to have a relationship with a woman like that. And uh, that's why um, uh, they would get... Um, Separated. Um, okay. Uh, can they go to uh, Yushalayim and have it uh, seen to there? Actually, they can't. Because we had also in the, in the first parak that the uh, the Tahirahi, that it, it's found that she's innocent or guilty, has to be that people didn't know. But if, like, if everyone knew, the water won't work. 
period. Amar Eid If one witness says, Ani I saw that um, uh, Yichud scenario that everyone's talking about, that the husband had warned her and she went into Yichud, I, I actually was there and I saw that she was guilty, she had uh, intercourse with that man. Lo haisa shaisa. There she would not uh, drink uh, the water, and we believe one witness, even to have her uh, lose her ksuba, because of the, we saw this already, the raglayim ladaver, the unbelievably uh, overabundance of uh, circumstantial evidence that this is what happened. The husband warned her, she went into stira, now you have one witness. Not only that, ela Afilu Evid Afilu Shifcha, the type of characters that we normally don't give believability to, we would. Hare Elu, they Neemanim Af, not only to uh, uh, have her uh, force, enforce a divorce, but even Lapaisa Miksubasa, to have her lose the uh, money which she otherwise would have gotten from her Ksuba. Period. Uh, five um, sort of relatives that this woman has that have a natural, in general, uh, Negative relationship with her. Uh, number one, Chamaisa, her mother-in-law. Number two, Bas Chamaisa, her, the her basically her um, mother-in-laws, her husband's mother's daughters, and that's her sisters-in-law. Number three, Tsaras would be a co-wife when a man could marry numerous wives. Or uh, number four, a Yevimta, which is the uh, her husband's brother's wife, and there's always a concern that, that Yibu might have to take place, and Bas Ba'ala would be other daughters that her husband has from, let's say, previous relationships. Those five, due to the nature of the fact that they usually don't like each other, they would be believed regarding this edus that the Torah gives believability to, however, not that she would uh, lose her ksuba, since uh, like by the very nature these people don't like each other and would probably have it out for the other one. Ella, Shalai Tishta, only in as much as that she will not uh, go and drink the waters. Period. Shahaya Bedin, it, it actually, you might have thought uh, that um, we wouldn't believe uh, one witness, unless the Pasuk told us, because of the following. Uma im edus rishayna. We're going to refer to the edus rishayna and edus achrayna. The Edus Rishayna, in, in this, in the next uh, seven, eight lines, is talking about the stira. The kinu is something else. It's talking about the stira, that's the Edus Rishayna. And when we refer to Edus Achroina, that's the actual, uh, what happened in the uh, Yichud. So, Shahayabedin. I would have thought, Uma im Edus Harishayna, the stira, which, bottom line, Sha'ino Isar to Israelim, doesn't make her rest forever. They go to Yushalayim, she drinks the water. If she doesn't explode, they're permitted uh, back together again. Yet, Eina, I double underline the word Eina. Eina miskayemus v'pachos mishnayim. It's only good if there are two. And again, this would have to be uh, Rabbi Yehoshua, not Rabbi Lezer, but Rabbi Yehoshua's approach. Then Edus Achreina, the later Edus, which means the actual potential act of intimacy. Aval Edus Achreina shall start to If you have testimony about that. She can never go back to her husband again and be together as husband and wife. Not all the more socialitiskayim that it shouldn't be established. Talmud Laimar, to that, the Pasuk says in the context of the Sota case, ve'aid ein ba. Now, how do we translate the word aid? We'll translate it as kol edus shieshba. Any testimony that she has, uh, even one. Well, if that's the case, then. If one could be meant by that, then wouldn't we be able to make a Kalvachimer 
back to the Edus Rishayna, to the Stira, as follows, colon, Ma im Edus Achroina, the actual act of intimacy, Shaisartis or Oilam, that if we got testimony about that, that makes Rasa forever to her husband, Hare he mitkayemis beidechad, well, it could be established, even if there's only one witness to it, then the edus harishayna, the earlier testimony, which would mean on the stira, she'ena yisar to Israel, and that doesn't make us forever, because the couple can go to Yerushalayim and drink the soto water, e'ena yidin she'tizkayim beidechad, all the more so, one witness should be good enough, tamul loimar, to that the Pasuk says, and we're going to question this as soon as we start the Gemara, but um, I put an arrow on the margin pointing down over here, apparently it's because the Pasuk says, Kimatsaba ervas davar. I squiggle underlined davar, which, by the way, this is not by Saita, but it is by um, a couple having, uh, having uh, one of them having an affair. Ulahalanu uh, And there's another pasuk that says alpi shnayim edim yakum davar, and I squiggle underlined the word davar. So you have the davar davar gzeira shava malahalan, just like in the later pasuk alpi shnayim. It says mufurish in the pasuk two witnesses afkan. So to here. By the uh, infidelity in a relationship between husband and wife, al pishnayim. Period. The Mishnah ends with three uh, potential uh, scenarios, and that actually is going to be the vast majority of what we uh, analyze in the Gemara. So I call them one, two, and three. Uh, case one: Eid Oimer Nitmes. One witness uh, comes and says, no, uh, it was actually there. I saw she had the act of intimacy with that guy. And another single witness says, she did not. Okay, um, hmm, so what do we do? You have one <laughs> against one. Um, or one woman said, another woman says, uh, no. Dot underlined, you basically take one and one. Uh, one versus one, and it's like a suffix, and like it was before it was a suffix, and therefore she goes with her husband to Yerushalayim and drinks the water. Slash. Case number two. Echad, I underline the word, Echad, Aymeris Nitmes. One witness comes and says, oh no, she, I saw it, she had that uh, intercourse then. Kama, uh, Ushnaim, and underline the word Shnaim, Ushnaim Aymrim. Lo Nitmes, she did not. In other words, they're saying the first guy, when he says that she had intimacy, they say, uh, sorry, buddy, that can't be, because when you came and you found the stira, we were there along with you, and uh, we didn't see anything like that. Haisa uh, Shaisa, dot online the word, Haisa Shaisa, she will continue to go with her husband, keep their plans, go to Yerushalayim and drink the soto water. Slash, case number three. Shnaim, I underline the term Shnaim. Two, Aymrim, come and say, Nitmes, oh, we saw she was guilty. That that uh, act of Bia happened. Kama, ve'echad, and I underline the word echad, ve'echad, Aymer, loy Nitmes, uh, no, it didn't. Lo, haisa shaisa, and I dot underline loy haisa shaisa. She would not be able to uh, uh, drink the water and clarify things at that point. Okay, that's the end of basically the Prakam of Mishnayas. Uh, the parak, the sixth parak of Mishnayis, starts the Gemara. Um, we had said on the fourth line from the top, we don't even have to turn back the page, it's just going to be analysis of the part of the Mishnah which is on the top of the of our Amud here. Uh, <coughs> put right angles. We had said, The Limud, um, that we had wanted to say that it should be, that uh, one witness would be enough, so we say it's the Dover, Dover, Gzeira, Shava. So the Gemara has one second. Hi. I put the corresponding arrow over here uh, to point up. 
That's not where we learn it from. At Talmud Laimar, we learn it from Ba. In other words, the passage that says, Aid, Ain, Ba. Uh, two witnesses there are not. One there is. But Aid, Ain, Ba in that issue. Ba, a one witness there uh, isn't. Veloi Bikinu, you have to have two. Ba, uh, there isn't in that one. But Lobestira, Mi Bayale. That's what we use it for. That's what we need it for. And the Gemara answers that, yeah, that's basically what the Mishnah meant. Hachinami Kamar. That the answer is correct. Tamalaymar. Ba equals Babla Bikinui Babla Bistira. Kama. And then once we're on the issue, just in general, when it, we're dealing with the infidelity of a uh, wife to her husband, um, which is uh, very problematic if they're married. Vetuma ba'alma, just in general, if there's no kinuin, there was no warning below stira. Deloy echad. Where do you know that one witness? He one witness comes and tells us he saw what happened. That minalan um, that we do not believe. Deloy echad. Minayin. Where do we know it from? That we know Khan, because it says the word davar by uh, the adulterous relationship of a wife. Then Malahalan says, in general, by Edus Davar, Malahalan, in general, you need Shnaim Edim, Afkan, Shnaim Edim. So, too, over here. In other words, the, the preponderance of circumstantial issues going on here that uh, she had been warned by her husband, and, and then there's testimony, and she went into Yichud with that guy. Uh, that is like a, uh, a very, we'll call it an exceptional case. Exceptional meaning the exception. Period. Okay, the Mishnah had concluded with three uh, potential cases. Here's the first. Um, I put right angles in. Uh, this was case uh, one. Eid Oimer Nitmes. Okay, let's make a diuk. Taima de Chishle. The reason apparently why she still goes ahead with her husband and drinks, even though one witness said that she did have the adultery, apparently because there's another one who says that she didn't. Taima de Machishle. One witness said she did, one witness said she didn't. Uh, one woman said she did, one woman said she didn't. Let's make a deal. Let's say there was no second uh, testimony of any way. Now, apparently, one witness would be believed. Really? Usually, we think of believing witnesses as two people. Where do we know that you would believe one? Where do we know that here? Well, we have a Brisa, the Brisa goes for eight lines, minus a word, and starts here. The Pasuk Baisaita says, Ve'eid ein ba. How do we understand the word aid? There's, there's something lacking here. You don't have it. What do you not have? You don't have aid. What's aid? B'shnayim akasam The Pasuk there is to be understood as aid, a testimony of two you don't have. Okay, that's the way to understand it. A timer, you want to tell me B'shnayim that the word aid means two? Oh, enoela echad? Normally, I would translate the word aid as witness, like a single Witness, why do we say two there isn't, but one there is? Well, Talmud Laimar, because the Pasuk says elsewhere, when it wants to tell you that it's one witness, it says specifically the singular term witness along with the term one. Lo yakum eid echad beish. Okay, I underline the word echad. Now, the Pasuk could have easily just have said, a single witness cannot stand up against a man. Any idea, would I not know that he's a single witness? What then do I learn by having the extra word, quotation marks, echad, end quote? Well, that's to tell you that throughout the Torah, when you're reading Pesukim, this is a precedent, whenever the Torah uses the term aid elsewhere, assume that what it's referring to is a good test, 
demoni, which means requiring two, odd until shifar the chakosov, unless the pasuk specifically qualifies it with the word echad. Kama So what did we say over here? Aid ein ba. Oh, so how do we learn that? Trey leispa two witnesses there are not. Ella chad is only one, and the pasuk concludes vehi loy nitzbasa. She wasn't forced to have this uh, intercourse. In other words, she willingly uh, was a participant, and therefore that's why she is asura, forbidden to her husband. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay, the Gemara has a question. It takes about four lines, starts here. The cave unto me Well then, since on the Torah level, Eid, Echad, Mehemin, one witness would be believed, Idach, how do you have in that first case the others, Hechi, Matzi, Machish, Lei? How can someone else come and contradict that? Question mark, comma, connector, Vahamar Ula, I circled Ula's name, Komakim Shehemina Taira Eidachad, wherever the Torah in its few exceptional cases says, oh no, here we believe one witness, we view that testimony of the one witness once it's given to us, Harekan Shnayim, it's as though it's like a regular testimony of two witnesses. Huh, comma, then when you have one witness who says something, and we believe him, so we believe the one witness about what happened, and then another single witness comes, well, problem is when another single witness comes, he's going up against something that has the strength of two witnesses having said it. That's the Gemara's question. Ella Amar Ula, rather Ula does have to say that we have to do something. What we have to do is in case number one, what do we dot underline? The din was Heiser Scheisser, she goes ahead and she can still drink the soda water? No, no, no. Tzni, say instead that in the mission in case one, Lo, haisa shaisa. I double underline the word lo. And not only did Ula say this, same thing, that the Mishnah's first case, the one we call the number one case, the din should be lo, haisa shaisa, that she can no longer drink the soto water. That's the Ula approach. Rebchia, who we also circled, and we circled Rebchia because Rebchia takes a different approach than Ula. Rebchia, Amar, haisa shaisa. No, it's just like the Mishnah said, she would still be able to go with her husband, Yushalayim, and drink the soto water. Okay, well then the Gemara says the Rebchia, Kasha de Ula. Well, Ula said it says Lohaisa Shaisa. Rebchia said that she is Shaisa, and the Gemara answers Loi Kasha. There's actually no difficulty here. There's Ula's case and there's the Mishnah's case. And although we had both of them uh, describe both of the cases as where there's two witnesses, did those two witnesses come? One came, and then shortly afterwards another came, or they came at the same time? Ah, Khan, I squiggle under the word Khan, in the Mishnah's case, Bebas Achas. They came at the same time. In other words, the second person said something, literally, Toich Kedei Dibur, within like a few seconds of when the first person said something. In other words, the first person's testimony wasn't even able to be established as a valid testimony until the second person came along and said something else. Whereas Khan, when Ula had said his din, I squiggle under the word Khan, that was where they came, Bezeh, so when the first one said what they said, then, okay, we establish that it's valid. It's now got the strength of as though two people had said it. And then when another individual comes, that's why that other individual doesn't have the strength. It's not. Okay, let's see that in light of the second and third case of our Mishnah. Here's the second case. I put the right angles in, called the case two. 
that was Aid Oimer Nitmes. One witness said that she did have intercourse with that guy in that Ichud uh, setting. She didn't. In other words, they're saying, how could you, Mr. Individual, have se- seen, how could you testify to what you saw? You, we were, you were with us, we were with you the whole time, and we didn't see anything like that. What did we say? She can go ahead and drink the Sota water. So when it's one versus Two, that's where she can go ahead and drink. Let's make a ba- basic diuk from that. The diuk would be, ha, chad vechad, lo haisa shaisai, dot underline lo haisa shaisai. It was only one against one. She would not be able to go and drink. Now that's very problematic for Rebchia. Uh, to Rebchia, because Rebchia wanted to say that the opening case, one versus one, should be read as haisa shaisa. But the diuk from the second case should indicate that it should be lo haisa shaisa. Well, Amalach Rebchia. Rebchia would say back to answer you, oh, there's a problem with me? Well, keep reading the Mishnah then, says Rebchia. According to your questioning, Ema Seifa. You want to make a diuk from the second case? Well, we'll make the same type of diuk from the third case. Here's the third case. Put the right angles in. It goes for about a line and a half. That case was Shnaim Aimimnit Mace. Two said, no, we were both there. We saw the actual act, act of intercourse in that Yichud setting. And, then, and there's one who says, one uh, witness who says, Lonit Mace. No, it didn't happen. Lo Haisa Shaisa. She would not go ahead and be able to drink the Sota water in Yerushalayim. That's the end of the quote of the third case of the Mishnah. The basic view from that would be, so if it's two versus one, she doesn't drink. Ha, the view could be Chad Vechad. If it's one, and then one, she would drink, in which case that's directly contradictory to the Duke from the second case. In which case, Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella, this is the first approach to understanding our Mishnah. I put a Roman numeral one in the margin, and on one line before the end of, so like two lines from the bottom, I put a Roman numeral two, that'll be a second approach. Here's the first approach, that actually, when the Mishnah talks about testimonies going on, Ella, I underlined three words, Kula Bipsule Edus. Everyone who's coming to testify in the cases in the Mishnah are all people who normally would be invalid to give testimony in a court of law. Rabbi Nechemiah is going according to the Tana Rabbi Nechemiah de Sanya, like we see in the following three lines in Aik source. I box it off and I also box Rabbi Nechemiah. Rabbi Nechemiah, Oimer. Kol makayim shehemina taira eid echad. In the few exceptional places where the Torah says we believe one witness, halachachar rov deos. We follow majority opinion, regardless of whose opinion they are. The asu, and therefore we make, shtei nashim, versus ish echad. You have two women who say one thing, versus a man who says a different thing. Ke shnei nashim bi echad. As was all men versus men, and the two versus one, two would win. That's the first approach. For ikadamri, I squiggle on the ikadamri. A second approach to how to uh, analyze this is as follows. Wherever you have one kosher, meaning adult, male, uh, Jewish witness who's totally kosher, and he comes, and we establish the validity of, of what he said, he's basically like two. Comma. And then, since he's got like a standard edus, if anyone comes afterwards, come afterwards, uh, nami, and since women, 
for various reasons, are not acceptable as uh, valid testimony. You could have a hundred of them all saying something else. They're all like one. The hacha, what's going on here in case number two? Hacha v'mayaskinan. Kegoyin asoi isha mi'ikara. So a woman, not a man, a woman came first. Not a, not a, not a man. And um, afterwards, then two other women came, and you basically have to, you have to either explain or answer or interpret Reb Nechemia as follows. And this would be a, a four-line rereading of Reb Nechemia, with a slight change. Reb Nechemia, wherever the Torah says, in a few exceptional cases, where testimony of one is uh, given believability, halach achar rov deos, follow majority opinion, not when you had, let's say, uh, two women and one man, but rather versus, I dot underlined here, when it's all ladies, two ladies versus one lady, that you make kishnei anashim be'ishachad, as though it was two men versus one man. Kama, aval shtei nashim, when you have two ladies who normally don't testify, versus ish echad, one man who is normally kashuladus, ki palga upalga dami. That's basically like a 50-50, or we would say uh, one versus one. And says, uh, let's see the Rashi. Rashi is on about the eighth or ninth narrow line. Uh, what does it mean? 50-50. What do mean here? Kloimar. I squiggle on the Kloimar Rashi. Uh, what that means to say is like kichad uh, vechad, like one versus one. Now, ve. I double underline the word ve. Ve. We're going to read through the whole Rashi. Ve. So if they came at the same time, then uki tre lebahadichad. Then you have the two versus one, and you still have the suffix. Comma, V-E, and I double in on the V-E. V-E, B-Z-A-H-R-Z-E, if they came one after the other, not at the same time, but one came, and then a little bit later another came, we're going to have an A case and a B case. A, if the one that came first, V-Ha-Hu-Dehemina-Taira, Kadam V-A-S-A-B-R-E-S, the one that the Torah believes came first, Havile-Kishnaim, then you view that one like two, V-Hanach, and the ones that come later, the other ones, Kichad, and therefore, they don't really stand uh, for anything significant because the first testimony was accepted. However, comma, B possibility, where the first ones to show up, where the first ones to show up were two ladies, and they said, and then later, someone came, but that was a kosher adult Jewish male who said, she would go ahead and drink because that's basically contradictory to Chichad Vachad Ninu. It's basically like one versus one. Kama, Umas Nisin de Katani, just to conclude in Rashi, the Mishnah's third case of Lo Haisa Shaisa is Kigoyin de Hahuchad Have Puzzle. That one that came is actually also Puzzle. Continues back in the Gemara for the last few lines. Vetarti bipsuli Why then do you have to have case two, which is psuleedus, and case three, which is psuleedus? Well, here's why. Mauditema, you might have thought to say, ki azlinan basar rov deos. Where is it that we go along with a majority opinion? That's what ends up being lechumra, meaning that she still has to go to Yerushalayim and drink the soda water. Avalekula to be basically makel on her that she shouldn't have to drink loazlinan thou that we're not going to say you're not going to follow the rov deos of people who otherwise wouldn't be believed kamash Milan, that no 
if we have to go to Chumrah, we'll follow Rov Deos. And even if we're going to go to Kula, we will follow, in those cases, Rov Deos. Hadran Alach, Mishakina, Adkan.